this is the final episode in the Jonah series. We did it. Um, this one's just going to be a short one. The last one felt long. It was probably the same length as most of my podcasts, but it felt long because there was so much content. Um, that would really challenge my brain cells. But I hope you enjoyed it. And to this episode, we're going to be talking about Jesus and how he talks about the sign of Jonah. And more than anything, it's just going to be a reflective episode. Um, a short one, a chatty one, and I'd love to know your feedback actually at the end. My name's Megan and here I talk about the Bible. I spend some time reading through commentaries and studying passages and then chat through here about what I've learned. So you can learn that info on the go, doing your cleaning, while you work. And I really hope this just feels like grabbing a coffee with me and doing a deep dive into scripture together. Let's get on with today's episode. So I don't know what you knew about the story of Jonah before listening to this podcast. Um, I'd learned a little bit about it at uni myself, not not tons, um, but previously to that, all I knew was the bit about him being swallowed by a fish and thrown up again, because it's in all the kids' books, isn't it? Um, but I think we've seen over the last four episodes, five, four episodes, five I can't remember, to be honest with you. How many episodes we have done, we have seen that there is so much going on in Jonah. There's so many themes. Um, And of course, the big one being salvation belongs to the Lord. So I just wanted to have a really quick look at Matthew 12, where Jesus talks about the sign of Jonah. And now that we've spent some time reading Jonah, um, I just want to reflect on what he means by that. And if there's more to it than first meets the eye. Usually people will say about this, about the sign of Jonah, that it represents Jesus's death and resurrection within three days. Uh, If you put it into like got questions or just Google it, this is what it says. And it's right, like absolutely it is. Um, In the same way Jonah was in the fish for that many days and then reappeared. Jesus is predicting his death and resurrection in the same time frame. That is absolutely correct. I just want to make clear I'm not saying anything different to that. I'm just thinking that it's good to consider the depth of meaning. Um, I think there's more meaning than purely that prediction. That prediction is important, but there's a lot of kind of themes in the book of Jonah that are being touched on uh, when Jesus says this. And I think it's really good for us to think about this because the people listening to him would have had a really good understanding of the old testament so when he said the sign of jonah everything we've just studied would have come to mind for them as well so that's all i'm going to do today i'm just going to talk about my reflections about that and um i would love to hear what your reflections are so after you've listened to this episode head over to my social media um or you can use my email biblewithmegan at gmail.com uh, send me a message, comment on my post about this podcast. Let me know what you think. Let me know your reflections on Jonah and the sign of Jonah that we're going to look at today. So let's have a quick read of Matthew 12. So this is verse 38. Then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. He answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. 
For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And now something greater than Jonah is here. Okay, so Jesus is comparing his death to Jonah being swallowed by the fish. Now, when we look to that bit, um, in Jonah chapter 2 and by the way this is only really going to make sense if you've listened to the rest of the series I'm just going to say that now so if you haven't go back and then come to this one um, but we talked about how him descending into the fish was like him descending to the depths of Sheol to the depths of evil didn't we about him going down and down and being in the darkest place in the belly of the fish in the chaos of the storm um, we talked about Leviathan, all of this, how it's like representative of Jonah being right in the depths of evil. And so when Jesus is saying about him being in the fish, we now understand like there's so many more layers to this. It makes more sense to me um, as to why that comparison is being made from the study that we did about that part, about the fish. Jesus is taking our sin. He he descends into the depths of our sin taking our evil like this just dark 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 place um satan's realm if you like where satan has influence jesus goes there when he when he dies this is like what he's doing for us going taking all that upon himself it's like when jonah descends going down 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 right to the belly of the fish the depth of despair that is where jesus goes for us isn't that amazing? Like, I've never quite understood why he compared it to the fish. I just thought, oh, uh, I don't know, I guess people didn't know where Jonah was for a few days um, or something like that. But there's all that kind of theological connections going on there. Jesus goes into the darkest place, the same place as Jonah found himself in the depths of despair, the depths of evil, separated from God, where he is choosing to run away from God. Um, that's the place we find ourselves in without Jesus where we just go so far away from God's way we've no idea how we're going to get back to him we're so tangled up in sin that we're kind of stuck and we can cry out to God but but how do we get back to him and how do we not end up back in that place of darkness and enslavement to sin um so Jesus goes to that place we experience himself this is the place that he then resurrects from (laughs) it's just ah i just think it's amazing there's so much more depth to it he says that now something greater than jonah is here um and talks about the people of nineveh so jonah went to nineveh um and he proclaimed god's word and as we talked about he actually sort of does preach to them um and offer them this chance of repentance although he doesn't necessarily realize that is exactly what he's doing but then they repent um so jonah's going in and in a way offering the salvation to those people the salvation that comes from the lord and jesus is saying that he is greater than that jesus is the one who makes a way for all people to be saved if they repent and follow him he makes a way for people to be saved he offers salvation himself through these actions that he's predicting through his death and through his resurrection he is 
giving us a way to be saved. Salvation comes from the Lord. Jesus himself, God himself, is making a way for salvation that is um, not fickle. Like this is salvation of our whole nature, of our whole soul. Um, We're no longer slaves to sin, but we are completely taken out of that place and brought up to be with Christ. I'm just kind of ad-libbing here, but um, these are just the things that now, when I read this passage, I just think about uh, after looking through Jonah with you. Um, There's so much more going on, isn't there? There's so much more going on. And then finally, he mentions the Ninevites, as, as I've said, and I think what this just underlines as well is that, that God fully intends Gentiles to be offered salvation. Um, people who are not Israelites, who are not Jews. He is fulfilling that mission of Israel to be a light to the Gentiles that that Jonah was kind of not wanting to be. (laughs) Jesus is completing that here. He is offering a way of salvation for anyone who repents and, and follows him. He is offering mercy to all nations to people of all nations of all tribes and all tongues and this is kind of entering into what we've been looking at in revelation as well god offered mercy to nineveh um nineveh repented for a while they were okay but then they went back to their sinful ways but but this mercy that jesus offers us is incredible because it offers us a way to be with him um and to be with him eternally and he offers this grace so wide like it's so wide um we don't deserve it at all we are like those people in Nineveh those evil people who had done awful things there was no need in the eyes of Jonah for God to forgive them and for us there's there's no need in the eyes of the world for us to be forgiven by God either but God so loves each of us he's made each of us in his own image as he says about Nineveh, is should he not care about these people that he's he's made in his image, even if they don't know what they're doing, even if they don't know their right from their left, he cares about them. He wants them to repent. Now it might be that they don't repent, and so they will receive um, necessary judgment for their actions for that. But he wants them to. God so cares for each of us. He so cares for each of us, and he so wants each of us to repent. He so wants each of us to reach out to Jesus when we find ourselves in that pit of despair, in the belly of the fish, um, to use this imagery, in that dark, dark place where we feel like there's nothing we can do. He wants us to reach out for him and he wants us to know that he's made a way through Jesus for us to be saved. It's John three sixteen, isn't it? And on, and on. Let me read it. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. 
Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into light, that it may be seen plainly what they have done in the sight of God. And it's that, isn't it? It's like the whole story of Jonah is foreshadowing this incredible compassion that God has for everybody um in this situation he's it's on one city he has compassion for and he offers salvation to um it's foreshadowing how god is going to offer salvation to all people through jesus and even in the way that jonah is here in the fish for three days and then by god's grace comes out again is foreshadowing jesus's death and resurrection as the way that god is going to do that so there's so much going on there's so much going on in that little reference that jesus makes to jonah if we spend time actually looking at jonah there's so much more depth to what he's saying we hear a little bit more of perhaps what those original hearers would have heard him say when he referenced jonah knowing those themes themselves um and maybe that's partly why pharisees were annoyed at him he's coming and saying I'm going to save people that you probably don't like the same way that God said that to Jonah. Um, (laughs) I am willing to save people. I'm willing to offer salvation to people that you don't really like. Um, Yeah, there's there's so much, isn't there? What, What were your thoughts now as you read that little bit in Matthew about Jonah? What are your thoughts now that you've spent a bit of time looking at Jonah? Um, Let me know. As I said, go onto my social media, email me message me whatever let me know what what your reflections are it'd be really great to hear back from you um i love being able to hear from people who listen to the podcast it's really precious to me so do let me know um and that's the end of our our series in jonah we did it Uh, and i am sorry for the delays guys i have plans for the rest of this year and hopefully i've put safeguards in place to stop those delays happening again so these are the plans i'm taking a break from now until march in that time i'm going to write and record um most of the next series of the podcast i will then be uploading those every friday throughout march and onwards until we finish that series um so my content will be recorded in advance so hopefully it will prevent this happening again where there's a massive gap um in march we're going to be looking at one and two timothy and i'm really excited about that that's going to be really good fun so we'll do that in through march until i think it finishes and probably in around june july time um every friday and then at the end of the summer i'll take the summer off again to research and record the next season of this podcast which will be on leviticus so yeah um i'm also going to be doing live streams this year live stream bible studies they'll be a bit different to these they won't be quite as in depth they'll be more sort of just reflective talking through a passage um on tiktok instagram hopefully youtube if i can get it to work so keep an eye on my social media for updates on that and what nights i'm going to hope to do it once a week um what night that will be um what other things am i doing i'm going to hopefully write some more ebook resources thank you for those of you who read the christmas one it was really great to see people using that um yeah so that's kind of the plans for this year 2023 
I'm really excited for it. Thank you so much for listening to this, for joining me in my my rambles through the Bible. And um, it's really great to study alongside other people. So please do let me know what you think. If you have a moment to leave a review for this podcast, I would appreciate it hugely. Um, it's not because I want five stars, it's just that it helps with all the algorithm stuff for this po- podcast to then be put in front of people who might want to listen to it. So if you have two minutes to do that, I'd really, really appreciate it, even if it's just literally one word. Um, that would be really great. So I will see you in March for the next podcast episode. But in the meantime, keep up to date with me on social media um, to see what I'm up to. Thank you so much for joining me for the Jonah series. This has been great. And I will see you around. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so, so much for joining me for today's podcast. If you have five minutes to leave a review of this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, that would be really, really helpful. And it would help more people like us who might enjoy studying the Bible to find the podcast and to join us in our journey. If you'd like to support me in making this podcast financially, you can use the buy me a coffee link that is in the show notes to just donate a little bit towards making these resources. You can also follow me over on Instagram at Bible with Megan or one word where I update everything that's going on and have content on there as well. So I really look forward to seeing you next time for the next episode of the Bible with Megan podcast.